My next guest, actress Nicole Evans, is going the distance in the world premiere of a digital production of a new comedy by Henry Falou Bennett and Yasmeen Khan from 4th to the 17th of October. Nicole has a starring role in a star-studded cast, along with Stephen Fry as narrator, and other household names such as Matthew Kelly, Shobna Gulate, and Sarah Hadland. Nicole has had roles in Captain America, Teddy, and lots of other TV and theatre productions. But her part in Going the Distance with director Felicity Montague, who is best known for her role as Lynn in Alan Partridge, has been one that has resonated with her as an actress and someone who loves theatre. So let's find out more. So Nicole, lovely to see you and welcome to Tea Time with me, Ali Monjack. So how's it all going? It's all going quite nice at the moment, actually. I feel like there's a a bit of a surge in like jobs and everyone's spirits seem to be on the up now. I think we've got through the worst, haven't we? <laughs> we have got through the worst. Uh, and as you and I were just saying before, you know, we, we came on to do the interview, it's, you know, it really has, we've kind of adapted to home life, haven't we? And, yeah. you know, and now it, it's all about digital theatre. Is that the right term? I'm I'm not so sure, but yeah, I mean, it, it's online theatre, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's really nice that there's the option for both because I've actually been back to the theatre three times since it's opened up because I was just, I, I, I kind of needed it. I needed to be in a, you know, a space where I was being entertained and with my people you know and and it was so nice to hear the comments from the audience afterwards you know they were like oh I've missed this and and I really love that you know a lot of theatres as well obviously Lawrence Batley have I've got this for people who still are not sure whether they do want to go out or not or you know whether it's safe to or you know because everyone's got their own opinions and decisions so it's really nice that there's the offer there that you can go to live theatre but then also if you're missing that entertainment in your life, you can watch it from home. It's it's a great it's a great balance, I think. Oh, I think so as well, definitely. And it means that nobody misses out, does it? So yeah. I mean yeah. that that's great. But how does it feel for you though, as an actress? Because you've done a bit of live theatre, and you know you've been in films, um, and now you're doing a, a new digital comedy. Yeah. Um, from the 4th to the 17th of October called Going Places. I mean, how does that feel for you with having that sort of hybrid element? Um, I, I mean, we've filmed it already. So um, I actually, I really love how it was filmed. So I was going the distance, by the way. So I always say it wrong. So, so um, I think it was so nice because we did film it almost like it was a play. Do you know what mm. I mean? So, because a lot of the time on um, like TV and films things, sometimes, you know, you really concentrate on that, that like that one chunk for the day, you know, like that couple of pages, film that in the day, then you forget it and then move on. And, but I think this, what it did feel like a play, like it was all kind of filmed in the right order, you know, and, it, and the people who worked on it as well, everyone's got a theatre background. So 
it did feel very theatrical and we were filming in a theater. So everything about it felt like, I mean, it was just lovely because we were back on stage technically. Yeah. And you know, like we stood there as, as actors being like, oh my God, like being back on a stage, you know, cause like, I've not been back on the stage yet. As I said, you know, before I've been to watch theater but I've not been back on stage yet. And it was just mm-hmm. so nice to have those two elements running alongside each other. And of course, yeah, no, I'm sorry, it is going the distance. places. I think uh, this week's weather has kind of gone to my head, really. But, <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it, it sounds like a, an amazing production, doesn't it? With um, sort of written by Henry Fallou Bennett and Yasmin Khan. So, yeah. Um, I mean, they're they're a great team and they have worked together before, haven't they? Yeah, it's it's so clever, the writing, Um, you know, and I don't I think they were surprised as well when it kind of came to life. They were like, oh, because I guess as a writer, you can't um, sometimes you can't envision what it might be like in the end because, you you know, you don't know who's going to play those roles or. So um, I think they were really happy with the, and it's just brilliant writing. Like as soon as like Henry sent me the script and I was just scrolling and scrolling and I was la- like laughing out loud at some of the things. And I was like, cause some, it's quite, um, not, not dangerous, but there's some things that are quite like, oh my God, I can't believe they said that, you know, and, and just, that kind of comedy that I love where it pushes the boundaries quite a lot, you know, and I think the characters are all, they're fleshed out so well and everybody's got like, it's, you know, like so many dimensions to their character and they've given us a lot to play with and, and they were happy for us to play with it as well, which was lovely because, you know, on the day you've got all these great comedians in it who've worked in comedy for years. So on the day they were just, pulling out random things and like improvising and and Henry and Yasmin were just so on board with that which is really lovely you know they went no we didn't say that you've got to stick to the script they just kind of let let it bloom and yeah Yeah. it was was just so much fun I mean yeah yeah, I mean there's an absolute wealth of talent including yourself I mean you know Stephen Fry is complete master of his art isn't he yeah yeah and it would just be so nice to have his like lovely voice over the top of it you know and like kind of because I guess the the narrator's job is to guide the audience through the story so it would I can't wait to to see it all in place I really can't I think they've picked the perfect person to bring the story alive really to you know people at home and it's just yeah, I think people might watch it more than once as well because there's so much going on. Um, you know, like in The Office, it's kind of filmed, some of bits are quite documentary style like that. So there's it's quite a lot going on. So it'll be nice to, uh, to watch it, you know, a couple of times or... Yeah. And it's such a simple plot, isn't it? I mean, it's about the Matchborough Community Theatre Company who are trying to save... Their local venue aren't they and they're doing a fundraising production so I mean it sounds really fun in itself so you can sort of picture a lot of thespians not saying that you you are thespians which you probably are so yeah (laughs) you know um 
trying to, to, to save their, their local venue, which just sounds amazing, really. Yeah, I mean, well, I think that's, it's so relatable. And even for people who've never stepped foot in a theatre, you know, during COVID and like all through the pandemic, people have had to try and save like their businesses, you know, their, their families, like, you know, everything. So even if you're not a typical theatre goer, let's say, or you can relate to it in any way because they, they go to some like really funny lengths to try and save it. And like I can imagine that there's like mums and dads and grandparents and everything out there that have done things in lockdown that they think, oh my God, we've, you know, the things with the lengths we've had to go to just to kind of stay afloat, you know. But it's, I think as well, like every community has got one of these groups. You know, yeah. so like I know my local community, like where I'm from, um, they had a theatre group growing up and all of these things do happen. And you've always got your really like funny characters, you know, like the sometimes like the, the older people who've been there forever, who just love being on stage and you get the new people who want to be professional, you know, and you just <laughs> have such a like you say, like a wealth of like um, a wealth of characters. And I think it, it really shows that. And I think also it just shows how dear like theatre is to people because it's part of our heritage in the UK and it's been around for hundreds of years and I think you know it, it shows how important it is not to lose that. Absolutely I mean absolutely you know all the times I can think of you know of, of seeing as well Andrew Lloyd Webber for one you yeah. know on on several news programs during lockdown and uh, you know towards the the end of lockdown and when we finally sort of came out to a freedom day as it were I mean I yeah him, you know really shouting about you know that you need to open those theatre doors now that we need to have musicals we need to have theatre um and that you know I mean the whole industry has suffered immensely hasn't it it has yeah and you know for people in the industry like performers and creatives and you know I mean there's people who you know it's not just actors you know it's like costume designers like wig makers just everybody like even like you know like the front of house staff and people who work at the bars at the theatre they all really add to you know mm. the whole vibe of being in a theatre like it's a real team effort you know and and I think I think everybody's found ways to keep their mental health strong and you know when when you're creative as well you can't you, you can't just put on a play for like your mum and dad in your living room or whatever you've got to kind of find new ways to keep the juices flowing and but I think also for people who love the theatre as a you know like audience you know they they love the theatre as a kind of escape I think it's been really difficult for them as well because they've not had that. Because you don't get it with TV. You can sit with your phone and watch the TV. So you've still That's... not got the escape, have you? Whereas theatre no. is no phones, no nothing. You're just immersed for that couple of hours and feel like people need that at the moment just to forget about everything that's gone on and, you know. Definitely. No, you're absolutely right. So... Your role is, I mean, obviously it's a brand new play anyway. So, you know, we, we don't know the ins and the outs of it. So your character is Billy. Now, what yeah. role does Billy play in all of this? Um, Billy is, she's kind of like, um, <laughs> she's like the tragic con really. She's, I mean, you love to hate her. 
kind of thing because she is um you know she's the kind of girl who's she's in there as the professional she thinks you know and nobody else knows anything and she thinks she knows everything about this industry and what she doesn't know isn't worth isn't worth it you know and she kind of comes in and they bring her in as kind of like a star name really and obviously like quite a lot of people are just you know like who who is this because she she really takes that role on you know and she's like I know you know I know I'm here as the, the star name you know and she really believes that she is like the famous one but I think she's she's doing it for her ego you know a lot of a lot of that is for her ego but I, she just goes through a journey as well and you know and she does learn some lessons and and then realizes that it's kind of not all about her it's a, a group it's a community thing but yeah she's definitely there for her career like to make it shine and you know she wants the newspaper articles and it's her chance to be on stage and the main part and you know that kind of it's it's just great and the things that's so funny about it is that it is it is quite tragic that she believes she's good enough to do all of this because she's really not and um, (laughs) I just it's it was such a joy it was such a joy to play her because it's almost like she's not the villain but she kind of is you do love to hate her like I said but Mm -hmm. it's a really nice contrast towards like some of the other characters are just really sweet and like Penny's character is just, you know, she's lovely. She loves the theatre and it's all about the friends she's made there. And she's been going since she was a little girl. And whereas Billy is just like, she's in there for the fame, you know, she doesn't care about the community. So. Oh, gosh, bless her. Bless her. No, it, it does sound like an interesting dynamic. And of course, there's how many of those? About eight of you, isn't there? In the... Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's got their own. I mean, it's really lovely. Like everyone learns something about themselves during it. And, you know, everyone goes on their own journey and it's it's just really lovely. And yeah, I think it's one of those things that I don't know, because we, we touch on the Wizard of Oz as well. It's got quite it's got everything in it that you love about theatre, like all the behind the scenes that goes wrong. But then the, the glittering kind of shining hope that there is for, you know, the production and everybody involved. And yeah, it's just it's really, really nice. But really. Fun. I can't wait to see it fully. So I've not seen it. Fair, I bet. And I mean, you know, it, it runs parallel to real life because let's face it, all of us during this pandemic have learned something about ourselves, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I thought about just as I said it. I was like, actually, yeah, it's really relatable because you know, we're all chucked into a situation that we've never had before. And it's you do you 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 learn about like, you know, when something challenges you, you learn about yourself, don't you? And and I think as well, like at the end, you know, it's like Billy learns like compassion and kindness to and it's not just about her. And you know, it is telling of how everybody felt in the pandemic. We had to come together as a community and it wasn't it wasn't like a solo act, was it? You know, if you were on your own in it was very hard in lockdown. He had to find some kind of community or family or 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah, of course, yeah. And I mean, you know, so many of us, I don't know about you, but I mean, certainly for me, I, I sort of got up every day and was very thankful for all my family and friends. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, I wasn't living alone, I think, was one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think that would have been really, really hard. Um, luckily, one of my friends had moved in um, with me as well. So, and I just think, God, I couldn't have done that without her, you know, because it's it's that thing. If I, because my parents obviously, like right at the beginning, you couldn't see anybody. You weren't even allowed to go. To, we weren't even allowed to drive to their house. So, you know, and we couldn't have friends around. So it was just if I didn't have someone to get up to and talk to in the morning, it would have been really difficult because we're all you know like struggle because nobody's been through it before so we have a lot of questions didn't we you know like and who do you talk to if you're on your on your own yeah like things like you know like zoom and skype have been just amazing haven't they and yeah yeah and uh, you know and as you said you know I mean part of this performance that you're doing I mean it's really developed isn't it this this whole sort of streaming it's not live theatre in in your case but I mean this whole sort of you know digital theatre as it were so I mean it's amazing that it means that nobody gets left out exactly and you know I think you know I used to watch the musicals with my nan all the time like we you know we loved watching the old musicals and things like that and I just think for people that have really missed that you know like this it'll be something that they can look forward to because it's like going to the theatre and watching the cinema at the same time and it'll just be I think it'll be great and like Lawrence Batley have done amazing things throughout lockdown you know to keep so obviously they've got their audiences who have you know season tickets or mm-hmm. who go to the theatre regularly and I think they forget that so many people do go regularly to the theatre and you know, it's uh, it kind of keeps it alive and keeps them alive as well. So made it and accessible. Absolutely. that That's the thing, isn't it? Which is great on everybody. So what's it like working with um, Felicity? Oh, she was just amazing. And it was so funny because when I had um, like my, we had a Zoom call like this and I didn't like read any of the script or anything. And I was just, because as soon as Henry told me who it was, I'm a huge Alan Partridge fan. And I've, I've never told Felicity because I didn't want to come across as like that, like a big fan, you know, like, I'm like I just, oh, it was so, it was so bizarre because we were just talking like this and, and I was just trying to stay really calm, you know, because <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And um, I just, she was just magic. She really was. And she was so giving as a director, you know, she gave me so much to think about. And obviously we do all our prep work and we do even after we'd had our interview and then I was told I had the job Um, she texted me and was like, you know, phone me about anything. So I gave oh, her, a, we had a, yeah, we had a lovely chat about, you know, where we might go with the accent because she's a bit of a phony Billy, the character. So I thought she might, you know, want a kind of, I don't know, like she wouldn't really stay true to her own voice kind of thing. She'd yeah. maybe try and get a London accent or something like that. So, you know, we we're talking about that. And then Felicity was giving me like a bit of like homework to do, you know, like think of this, think of that. And just really helped me like 
flesh out the character. I mean, it's all there anyway in the script, but just extra, you know, extra things to think about. And yeah, she was just so giving as a director. I just, I don't know, I felt selfish because I wanted her to like talk to me all the time because she had so much like knowledge about comedy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, working with Steve Coogan, I mean, she must have rolled up around that studio floor many a time because he's just hysterical, isn't he? Yeah, I know. And and she's so, um, there's such a like lovely, like childlike playfulness to her as well. Like, because I could I see sometimes when she's watching the monitor and uh, watching some of the actors and she'll go like, yes, you know, and like she'll get dead excited for the actors, which which is lovely because it was her directorial debut. So for an actor to get really excited about other actors, I think is so, you know, it's so nice. And and uh, Shobna Galati as well, um, during it, she, she changed some of her lines to make my lines, um, to make the comedy like land for me. And I thought that was just so, so like selfless as an actor because, you know, all of us want the funny lines and we all want the, and, I just thought everyone on set, they were so giving and because everyone wanted to work towards a shared goal of it being the best it could be, you know, and it just, yeah, everyone just gave a lot. And I think it was the first time a lot of people had worked, you know, like in a kind of big group um, during COVID. So we were all just like thrilled to be there and wanted to make it the best it could be. So, Oh, fantastic. So how long did it actually take you to, to produce it all? Um, I think they were working, so I was on th for three days, um, I think they'd done two days prior, and I'm not sure how long the pre-production was, like the meetings with like the DOP, and um, but it was, it was crazy how much we got done in that time, you know, and it wasn't like, we weren't working overtime to like 10 o'clock at night or anything, but I think it was just, I don't know, it's just a super um, speedy turnaround. And the thing is with comedy as well, you don't want to do it too many times because then it's- Otherwise you lose really... the momentum, don't you? Yeah. yeah, and it starts to, you stop finding it funny. Whereas there was, there's just moments of this that even though I'd heard the script on the read through and I'd watched him, I was still laughing, like watching people because there are just some, but even though it's funny, there are some really poignant moments as well. And it's one of those things that I love about comedy where you can be just, you know, like in bits watching something and then the next thing you'll be laughing your head off and it just takes you everywhere. It's really nice. Oh, fantastic. So as we've said, it, it's showing from the 4th to the 17th of October. So, I mean, do you just go online and get tickets? Is that how it works? Yeah, there's a there's a link on the Lawrence Batley Theatre on their Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there's a link to that and the Oxford Playhouse as well. They've linked to it, the Watermill Theatre. So, um, yeah, a few of them. You can find it on their website. So you get a link and you buy tickets for a specific date. So it's like you're going to a live show. So you buy um, for that date. So uh, I think me and my family are all going to try and have like a, a theatrical gathering together and get some popcorn and <laughs> things like oh, that. Lovely. And, you know, lovely. watch it together, which will be nice. Yeah, I, I must admit, I'm uh, really wanting to watch it myself. It sounds like a brilliant performance. It really does. And 
you know, I mean, good, goodness knows how many more laughs we really need right now as well. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've been to like um, three comedy shows <laughs> because I was just like, I went to see Ricky Gervais the other week and then I've been to see some stand-up comedy in Manchester um, that Hope Mill Theatre were putting on. So, and I just, I've loved it because I really missed it, you know, because you can watch films and things, but most of the time you've seen them before or it's just nice to... I don't know. It's nice to watch something new, isn't it? And just have, you know, engage just... with it completely yeah. rather than, you know, engaging. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's just that much more that level of engagement, I think, theatre as well, isn't it? And live yeah. comedy and and things like that. I think that that's brilliant. So um, so what for you next? Because you've got a film out soon, haven't you? Um, yeah, there's a couple of things coming up. So um, I did a bit of filming on the Bay earlier this year. So I think that's out in October. Um, I'm working, I'll be back in theatre, which is nice. So I'm working with um, Blue Stocking Theatre Company, which is um, an all-female writer. So they're having a, a night of all-female writers and that'll be lovely in Manchester. So there's some great stories there. Um, just the one I'm doing is kind of, a lot of things that sometimes men don't realise we go through, you know, and it's a one woman um, script, the one I'm doing. So it's quite a lot to uh, to learn, but it's quite short as well. Um, but yeah, really, really nice. And then, yeah, a couple of, um, well, I, I don't know when the film is coming out actually, but it, it should be soon. Hopefully it's had a, another premiere in Monaco. So um, didn't get to go to that, but yeah. <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah hopefully that'll be up on the big screen as well soon so so What's yeah it called nicole at uh, blackbird that's it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. exciting that, yeah that's a nice one as well it's a it's like a golden age hollywood style film so that's quite nice and one of those things that would have been nice for people over lockdown as well because it's got that um you know, like James Bond has that like familiarity of like, mm, I don't know, yeah. just those classic kind of films. It's got that. So it would have suited all of the family as well, which. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed that comes out soon. You know, well done you for, for going the distance, as they oh, say. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. so it sounds like a great new digital comedy. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing it myself in October yeah. as well. So, um, yeah. And um, yeah, great to see you. You take oh, care. You too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Look forward to chatting with my next guest on the Tea Time Sofa this time next Saturday. In the meantime, if you would love to get in touch about having a chat with me, you can reach me on Tea Time at forthenow.co.uk. Or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Tea Time with AM. Bye for now.